We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The score! This hour is brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. Jason Goff, I mean, great guy. I yes, mean, sir. does a terrific job with you and Kendall Gill, another one of my favorite human beings on the planet. Look at the color coordination we got going on here today. Man. I'm going to turn this off immediately, by the way. Here, let me what? Get what? this out of the... What, the text line? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't dealt with that in years. <laughs> yeah, so why, yeah. why would I do that for you're, another 35 nah, minutes? Your here. life is a whole lot better without it. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Don't, no, no, just doubt a different that. version of it. Thank you, though. I appreciate you noticing these things. This is about the details. You're Jason to have Goff. You just got to mix it up well. It's on Twitter at Jason, the numeral one, Goff. He's the Bulls pregame and postgame host on NBC Sports Chicago, host of the Ringers Full Go podcast. And he's right here in studio. The Bulls have. Wait, no. No, I, we're I, not I, doing I, that. I thought, are we, are I thought we, you were going to bring not, here to talk about Are we starting with Puerto Vallarta? Yes, Exploitative we're not. Uh, NFL Combine or, you know, like. <laughs> we can get into What other sad, that. dreary news can we pair with this day? You got to pair sports news like wine with the weather. You no, the sun's me? out now. We're, well, we're all kind good. of before yeah. the tornado comes. <laughs> so. It's fine. Dumbass tornado <laughs> interrupting <laughs> criminal minds. Now, look. It's I, the Holmes Doppler weather machine. <laughs> damn right. I am a. Here a, comes a dumbass tornado. An avid listener of Uh-oh. the Full Go podcast. Oh I listen to every episode. I, I listen to Tony's bad takes. Oh, my God. And when he doesn't help you out uh, on subject which matters. Is, which is every pot. Which is, is, is every single love pot. Him, but there's a reason why I don't go back and listen. Because, one, I'm not sure of what I said. Like, the first 100 episodes, I would go to bed, you know, right around the corner from the office. I'd take, like, 12 steps in there, and P would be like, how'd it go? I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's some things that I said that I might not want to have said, but but it's out there, and I can't worry about it anymore. Well, I've got to ask, because I really enjoyed, <laughs> was it Friday's episode of the podcast where you back. had come back from vacation? Man. And and I just had a couple of follow up <laughs> questions about your vacation. Yo, <laughs> because oh, I no. I I've been there with the timeshare thing. I didn't know it was happening, which was more frightening for me, more alarming for me. Okay, walk what, people through. What this. did you sleepwalk nah, into buying a timeshare? No, I didn't know that we were going to do that. You know, Pia. Pia is the organizer for everything, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, she makes sure that like the, I got like this fancy compartmentalized toiletry bag and you know they like, it's, it's a challenge for her you know anytime we go on vacation to see how much stuff she can pack into little she's vacuum sealing things like she is going at it like a NASCAR pit crew right but also with that she she presses buttons on her phone and also doesn't um, uh, check in with me like I would check in with her right so I pull up. And, you know, immediately I'm like, oh, okay, I know what time this is. And all of a sudden, fast words start getting, you know, I'm, I'm wondering why there is this um, profusely sweating five foot six 
you know, 215-pound Mexican gentleman, uh, you know, at breakfast with us. And I'm like, is, is Cesar just hanging out with us? Or is, you feel me? Like, you know, like, is this, a, is what, what kind of spot is this? Like, did I jump into something? And I begin to realize that if he this, has like a stack of papers and a bunch of blue pens with him. So it is the thing. And, and, and notary publics are standing This was by. the fourth transfer at this point. Okay. So at, at, we went to a front desk where we dealt with a young lady who passed this off to another young lady. And meanwhile, thank you, sir. Right. 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 Meanwhile, you know, I've been vibing the whole vacation. So you could you could tell me that that that, you know, Al Gore is standing in front of me and I'd be like, cool, Al, where the drinks at? Like, you know, and I get passed off to another young man. And then all of a sudden we're getting shown the breakfast area. And I'm like, oh, what is this? And I'm not privy to this. My boys, when we go to Vegas, they can't wait to go spend four hours of their day somewhere so they can get one night free at a hotel I don't want to stay at. So I'm like, okay, how do we rock here? Okay, and then I start to pick up like, oh, you want me to to sign a check for $72,000 because you gave me some mangoes and some granola? And it starts to keep going, and I'm like, okay, this, and I'm looking at her, and she's looking at me. We both got shades on, but we can get the vibes of what's happening here. If they walk you into an auditorium, then hey, now you know it's on. Hey, hey, Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, when I tell you this, the place we were at, so serene, so quiet, so like, this is where I need, this is where I need my clarity. That's all I need on vacation is a little bit of clarity. Three days, four days worth of meditation while also dousing yourself in alcohol. I was right? just saying, and a bunch of mezcal and weed. <laughs> right, right. Well, shout out, I mean, you know, that's my favorite rap group. But this is the thing. Mezcal and weed. Right, right. You know, banging albums. <laughs> Every one of them is Last one was fire. Oh, it, it, see? Double entendre. Don't ask me how. So this is the thing, though. It's quiet. Everything is cool, serene. We there's a door that opens and it is like a puppy mill. There is is a warehouse. There are people screaming. There are things going crazy, like The Simpsons, where you open a door and you see the the type in. And I'm like, wait a minute, what is it is it is the Super Bowl of timeshares going on back here. You see old little ladies getting badgered into giving over their life savings. You see brothers, you know, with the zipper mark on their back. Who's got the Glengarry leads? Dudes have given up. Watch me eat. Dudes have given up a kidney by this point. And I'm sitting there and I look at P. I'm like, oh, this is foolery, right? So now, you know, the problem I I have is I'm a people pleaser, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let you get through your spiel because out of respect. But after a certain point, you got to read the room. You got to know at some point that I have fallen asleep twice now during this presentation, right? Like I've fallen asleep during work. This presentation is not going to phase me. I look this man in the eye and I go, me and my fiance are going to need more than 90 minutes to make this kind of financial decision. Which is going to be no, by the way. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Right. The decision is going to be no. Right. right. Like, we, we are high-fiving, like, spiritually. Like, the Wonder Twins, like, oh, yeah, you feel the same way I do about this. Now, mind you, we're going to have a conversation about what you just walked me into Correct. after this is done. Correct. But the dude looked at me and said, well, if you don't give me the answer now then the incentives that I listed for you will be off the table. And I told him, hey, man, 
<laughs> you like it, I love it. Whichever way you want to play this thing. Where's I, the guacamole? I walk out. <laughs> right. They then send this silver-haired gentleman after me who looked like the most interesting man from the, the, the commercials. He comes outside with the two tickets. Uh, apparently, something called the Rhythms of the Night in Puerto Vallarta is the jam. <laughs> And he goes, to get these tickets, I need to get you back in this room. And I looked at him. <laughs> and I said to him, Who did it know? It's going to snow. <laughs> Tony Dawson. Yes. <laughs> it's going to snow in this bitch before I go back in that room. And he looked at me and goes, Sir, I just, all of a sudden his English started to break up on me. And I'm like, no, no, let me, let me make this very clear. I even looked it up on Google for the translation. Oh, no. I said, let me make this very clear for you, brother. I know you have to try. <laughs> right. why, he didn't understand why he was speaking Polish. Right, right. <laughs> Shout out to Polish Paul. Fell down the elevator shaft. Yep. It's always Came a callback. Yeah, you know. Came yep. to work the next day. Two broken kneecaps. I said, hey, man, I know that you got to do your job. Like, we both have to play our roles in this moment. And in this moment, my role is to tell you no and then go get this watered-down drink and then have a conversation with my lady. So we left, and that was like four or five hours of the day. And then the last day, we went on an excursion where— That was the other thing that I God. wanted to ask you about. Have you ever heard Hannibal Burris talk about— he, he, Excursions? No, the timeshare thing, because he was talking about how everyone's a secret closer. That, that and it oh, sounds like you yeah. you had they that sent experience. the big guns out. Oh it's yeah, like, every oh, time yeah. this person is just like, oh, I'm just here to do a survey about yeah, this. Yeah. But what if we could offer you this? Oh, the butler, the butler that we had for the room, all of a sudden turned into selling Sammy. Like he was anything you need, anything you want, I got you. And I, I always in those situations, I'm like, listen, man, I know what was paid for this room. I know a butler shouldn't come with it. So you go do your thing. Right. You ain't got to worry about me. You ain't got to WhatsApp me. We don't have to have any kind of relationship. This man, when he heard we said no, was at the door. I told her, I'm like, at some point, either they're going to have to stop or I'm going to have to get, you know, licensed to carry a gun in Mexico. One of the two is going to have to happen here because I don't like how, you know me, Lawrence. Like, I like my space. I don't like being boxed in. You know, I'm walking around. We got the little private pool area. I'm walking around, letting it ride. All of a sudden, you got people popping up on me like ninjas, asking me to buy something. You want me to make a $70,000 decision in 90 minutes because you gave me some fruit? What? It must have been really good. Yeah, yeah, why, yeah, this is this is dragon. You, you like? Yeah. I, let me tell you. I don't care if this was heaven fruit. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Jay. I, like, I, I wonder how many of those they get too. Like, how many do you have to get for it to be like, all right, the the next nine no's from some irate black man would, are going to be okay. I always wonder about that. It's, it's like the it's like the mattress places that are empty, 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 and they like one guy like, uh, here's six thousand dollars. Have you, been a part of, days made. have you been a part of my life this last couple of weeks? Life. She looks at me and says, hey, <laughs> this, you know, I got the Chicago Stadium of mattresses. You feel me? Remember, remember the mattress firm deal that we got when we got the $10,000? I still have mine. Listen, many a Mine's ship. Mine's a great shape. Many a ship has been won. Many a banner has been raised due to this matchup. You hear me? You hear me? Six and O. Oh, six finals MVPs. <laughs> and at the very beginning of it, she's like, we probably going to have to get rid of this. And I'm like, I feel you, right? But I've installed you know, and I love it. It's home court. Right. You know, like you won a lot of games. I dominate. Right. I, I never was worried about road games. You feel me? And she walked into some place 
<laughs> she texts me. I can show you the text too. She goes, uh, she's, I think I made a, a decision. Not a bad one, not a good one. I think I made a decision. I'm oh. like, oh yeah. So now apparently we got some <laughs> some mattress with little people in it that that massage you while it's, you sleep in. And they me. yeah, they change the temperature and they'll send you a timeshare in Mexico if you need it. Like the last few weeks have been yeah, hilarious. Yeah, you got to give that old mattress like a Viking funeral. Oh, uh, what? You got to take that me, thing out uh, and salute hey, it. Hey, let me tell you what's about to happen. Arrow. I'm about to rent a pickup truck and, and set a parade route. And it's going to start <laughs> at 5330 South Drexel. Okay? It's going to start over there. That's when the, that's when the dynasty started. And it's going to make its way. Right, over South the, Loop, South Loop, yep. over the presidential towers. When I thought, you know, I was doing something when I really wasn't bumping into Kyle Corver. You know what I mean? Like these are the things that this. Yeah, shout out to Kyle, big time shooter, <laughs> big time shooter. But the mattress is gonna take his rounds around the city because um, it brought me a lot of joy, a lot of a lot of glory. Salute and, and, I, and I hope she doesn't hear this. Shed a tear. She's not listening. No, not at all. Poor not little she's something in session out right now for the old. Yeah, mattress. yeah, you know. Yeah. Guys know. Guys know like what's comfortable is comfortable, what's home is home. Yo, now I gotta play, you know, the, the sidelines ain't right. Right, new you know building, you know, it's cold, you know, it's the United Center. Right. Right. You gotta you, you gotta, gotta you gotta get used to yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta build new legacies, I guess. Oh, well. It's been fun talking to y'all. I appreciate this. Not man. them bulls. Yeah, huh? yeah, that's how I do it, baby. Hey uh, Ray, Ray was like, damn. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get in here and talk about Patrick Beverly. Nah, man. It's I mean, been, we, uh, it's we can. I heard he's from Chicago. Uh, yeah, apparently, West Side's finest, yep. man. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's fun times over there. Two games where they play some defense. Their defense has actually been pretty good, if right? You look, look, look at their the defense numbers, since yeah. the beginning of the year. They've played excellent defense. Yeah, yeah we, just, we've actually been following that, and it's it's one of the canards about this team. It's, it's been crazy. like, well, energy, 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 energy. Like, you know, their energy hasn't been terrible. It's I mean, discipline. It's and, and it's the fact that they don't take the shot that's worth the same number of points that the other teams well, take. Well, because they don't have the dudes, though, right? Like, right. But, got, but even sometimes the dudes who should be taking it. Don't. How often does that happen for you when you're watching Bulls basketball? I'd like Zach Where, to take more. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Like, I think Zach should be up to about 9, 10 a game. Minimum. Beca- especially because Minimum. of the discrepancy and the disparity of the numbers between every other team and the Bulls, right? That's why the Vooch thing, that's why Kendall and I sometimes disagree on the Vooch three-point thing because if, if Vooch is your fifth to sixth best three-point shooter, then I see why you'd be upset with him taking five or so a game, but... If he's just got to take third, him. somebody's got to take him. <laughs> yeah. Is that that shot's worth? Yeah, it's worth more. more. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. worth more. Take that shot more <laughs> because you get more points. Yeah, but you know, you know, <laughs> you know, certain teams built certain ways have to perform a certain way, right? No, yeah, but I like no? watching. I do like watching the defense. They've, 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 the closeouts have been better. Yeah, they've been a little smarter about knowing their personnel. That I will say, my my takeaway for the weekend Uh-oh. is. Man, Zach, when there's a loose ball and your teammates are ripping up the skin off their knees and their elbows. Hit you with the and, cam? And you are, you are, and you're just like, oh, what? Yeah, cam Newton. Hit you with the cam? Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm going to try to bend down and pick this ball up. Okay, yeah. it's the old yeah, Jeff yeah, George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, business decision. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, come you. on. You've been going hard. <laughs> you know, oh, I, didn't, I of, didn't get it. It's one of those ones, you know. <laughs> We've all had an interview where I'm <laughs> talking to a dude and forget his name mid 
mid question. <laughs> so, guy, uh, so <laughs> about the sports thing, I don't know, yeah. with the yeah. sports arena. Yeah, now there's been some, there's been some moments. But these last two games, man, like <laughs> I don't know. Bulls fans are in a tough spot because you don't want to celebrate the fact that they blew out two teams that they are noticeably better than, but at the same time, these are the teams that they were losing against. That was a big win. The difference between three out in the loss column and losing the tiebreaker to one behind in the loss column and now winning the tiebreaker that you get by tying the season series. I don't because they're going for it. Yeah, they or are. Or something. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I. It's been a weird year, man. It's been a weird year. Like, not just with the injuries, but with the game showing you how you should do this and guys fighting against it because they don't know how to be anything else or Mm -hmm. maybe don't want to be anything else. But now, you know, just like the Rondo situation a few years back, um, you got a you got a truth teller in the the locker room. Like you got somebody who's going to make it uncomfortable and it should be uncomfortable. So um, and you put yourself in a position where these 20 games, you got to be a sprint. You know, you can't (laughs) you got you got to win. Ain't no moral victories. Ain't no you played well enough. Like, if that's what the edict is. Like, you got to win in Toronto tomorrow night. Yeah. No, you have to go on a, a, a 10 out of 15 type of run, at least. Like, you put yourself in that spot. And if if the mojos change, sometimes, you know, somebody transfers into your school and you've been running it for, you know, a few years or whatever, and then all of a sudden the new dude is here and he may not be the coolest, may not be the smartest, may not be the best athlete in the school, but he's got different energy. And all of a sudden, you know, you see people looking their way a little bit more. You're like, all right, let me tighten up and let them know and remember who the hell I am. Hopefully that's the thought process that's happening in that locker room because if I'm Ayo DeSumo, all this happy-to-be-here stuff is over last year. So the fact that your spot keeps getting toyed with. Show them. Mm-hmm. Like, show them why. This is, show them why you got Patrick Beverly here already. <laughs> and with the, the 0 for 6 yesterday and 0 for 4 from 3 didn't get so it done for you? I'm just saying. Show them why. You know? Like, when they lost to Brooklyn before the All-Star break, you know, went on my pod and said, hey, from here on out, just give Zach the ball and, and, and find out what you got with everyone, including Zach, right? Because sometimes you, you give somebody – Enough, they make the mistakes, and the mistakes have to teach them rather than people telling them what it is. Mm-hmm. And also, you get to feel like, hey, man, if you're the max player, if you're the dude on this team, here, go the ball. Go and, be the dude. Yeah, and, it, and with DeMar's um, you know, lower extremity I- injuries that he had to nurse a little bit, I think Zach started to feel like that. So whatever this team needs, whether it be a therapist, whether it be a yeller and a screamer, whether it be shooting, whatever the case may be, like – we going to figure it out, but they still got 20 games to, to play with some, uh, some pride. Because in the end, that's all it's about. That Ain't no way in hell that team should be six, seven games under 500. None. I agree with you wholeheartedly like about they that. Are, and that's why. You can point to the individual games, too. Like yeah. You can go to this Orlando game or that Orlando game yeah. or that Wizards game or this Wizards game or the number of fourth quarter leads yeah. they've blown. Like you San can, Antonio game. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can reconstruct this season very, very differently if they just had some spasms of, of professional competence. And, and, and the problems that I have is, like, people, oh, well, you're not, you know, you're, you're being negative about the Bulls. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I actually, I actually – uh, appreciate the talent that's on the team. So the expectation, I guess, is also like how you raise. Like when you, you got parents who like, no, nah, that ain't good enough. And you're like, this might be my best, but okay, I'll keep trying harder. Like when I see what could be your best, and you show me what could be your best, I expect that. Like it's a very, 
it's a very um, weird place where you show people what your floor is, and your floor is a lot higher than what you show consistently. Their floor, you know, the, the, the Patrick Williams piece, right? Now he's got another person in Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's got another person. It was DeMar DeRozan. Hell, Thad Young dropped in here and was like, yo, not many people on this team should be eating before you. So now, like I said, you know, Mark Eversley and Arturis Karnaschovas have another thing in there that's like, okay, show, you know, show me what you are. Like the filters are going to filter out who can go and who can't. And Patrick Williams and Io DeSumo and all these dudes, like I, these next 20 games are going to be important for everybody. Look what Kobe's doing. Yeah, dog. Look, look, look what Kobe White is Man, doing right now. Kobe and took it back to the lab, didn't bitch, didn't get upset, heard all the trade rumors, and heard who didn't want him. It's his, fascinating his to watch him. His defense got better. His, handle his got ball better. handling is yeah. significantly better. His decision-making it, is It's better. weird that's because, like, part. statistically, the, he's not better. But you, if you're watching yep. it, you can see yep. it. And, and you can see it in the moment, see, even in yesterday's game. Jason Goff is here in studio with us. Can you stick for another segment? Yeah, for sure. All right, we're going to sure. take a break. We want to come back and talk about exactly the type of impact that Patrick Beverly can or has had on the Bulls. We got the guy to do it. Jason Goff is here. It's Bernstein and Holmes here on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein at Homes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I love Jason Goff. He's the best. Jason Goff is here in studio with us. He's nice enough to come and hang out with us. All you need is Ivan Johnson at the Oscars. Everybody will stay in their seats. Man, shout out to Ivan Johnson, one of the last dudes who was in the NBA, but you were like, if he wasn't in the NBA, like there's a lot of dudes who run around in the NBA now who you're like, ah, oh, you ain't, you don't want that smoke. Like, you're not going to do that. You know, you're an upstanding kid from the burbs and make millions of dollars putting the ball through a hoop. Everybody's so clean but in the NBA now. Ivan Johnson. I got a chance to run into that man while I was in Atlanta. This man, I believe he got kicked out of China while playing basketball. Yeah, you don't know about Ivan Johnson? He got a little, little, little John Brisker in him? Hey, listen. There are a few dudes that I've run into where I'm like, you know, I'm genuinely afraid of this man. Yeah. Like, even having to work around him. Like, I, I, you know, I used to run into Ivan at, uh, at State Farm, formerly Phillips Arena. 38 like, years old. I'd be like, hey, Ivan. This is the dude that you say all the way down the hall. You say hi to him just in case. Just in case. In case you it don't goes want down him thinking. Today. Yeah, yeah. Michael Graham. Michael Graham. Ooh, wee. Ooh, Warren Jabali. I'm not familiar John with John Brisker. Brisker. I, I mean, John, I mean, John Brisker may have ended up being an actual African warlord. John Brisker, they said, like, you didn't cross him at practice because there was a reasonable chance he would pull a gun out of his bag and shoot you. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, not every, <laughs> the moment that since we have been doing this together, since we've known each other, I've always said, hey, man, be careful. Because not everybody's playing the same game as you. That is correct. You know what I mean? Everybody <laughs> runs out here. But you're with so these right about the NBA. And- you're so right about the NBA, though. <laughs> now the NBA, it's like there's so much money at stake. Because because they, it's they, not worth it to. Nah. 
No. And even I, the prospects every year, like every next group of kids is just so put together hey. and already managed and on top of it. I'm, ta- I'm going to talk about it on my next pod. Except I, for maybe the Alabama kids. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. And it's going to come off wrong, but I am saying it now that the African-American basketball playing male should be very aware of what the hell is going on right now in, in the landscape. You saw that all-star game. They, they brought in Burner Boy. They brought in Thames. You feel me? And as a... They were like, we a, don't care where this all-star a, game is being a, played. We're going to do some stuff. Foreign-born, you know, first-generation in this country kid. Like, you see who the three best players in the league are right what? now? I'm just saying. Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. Hey, you can play around with lasers in the tunnel all you want when they trying to hand the league over to you. Or you can play with the the starting lineup, pat downs, getting ready to be a lottery pick all you want. Play games like people aren't looking around and saying, why can't I just go to Greece and get and, and I mean, that dude? You said the top three. If we go to four, there's Luka yeah, standing yeah, right there. That, I'm, all right, listen, it's getting very baseball-y out here. Yeah, yeah, y'all better take a look. I, hey, you know, I know some can't say it, and I know I can, and I will. Y'all better take a look around, cause after a while, and this CBA too, stop playing. You think guaranteed contracts gonna be here to stay? Like, there's a whole bunch of things moving well, right now around the NBA and with streaming and like the the audience has changed so much so that before that the fighting had to go because white people were getting scared. But that's why the stuff right? that happened with John Morant. It that's was, what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm like when when you talk about and I and I mentioned this. That's why when people the, talk about NBA play, oh, it's not tough like the '90s. Do you know that all that toughness and all them low scores was messing with the money? And then white people on top of it were getting scared because these these ruffians with their you know their ethnic hair were getting into it on these these celebrated hardwood <laughs> stages. Don't forget the neck tattoos. Yeah, you already know. Yeah, then then when you had little white kids with cornrows in Philadelphia, it's like, hey, time out, <laughs> time. We have to take. That's we have to put a that. stop to this. Bryce, <laughs> Ethan, <laughs> over here. Hey, all of y'all in suits now. now. <laughs> Eddie Robinson to burn. Those Gucci sweaters, you have to buy a suit. These white people are getting scared. <laughs> hey man, fast forward to now. You're gonna mess around and, and have your people in the tunnel looking at the, the opposing team. There's a bunch of suburban kids on that bus. What you think's gonna happen? You pointing lasers into a bus. Meanwhile, these dudes from these war-torn countries coming over here and putting 50 on your ass and not saying a word. Like collecting their checks. Read the room, baby. Read the room. <laughs> Like the Alabama kid, you probably shouldn't even be playing. So you should fly as low as possible. I would even want them to announce me in the starting lineup. We are playing four tonight and me. <laughs> I'll sneak out there when From I get a chance. Chicago. No, no, no. An anonymous guy who is not going to get pat down in the. St- what are y'all doing? It's so ridiculous. What are y'all doing? How, how, do you, how do you look at? How do you go? This is a really good idea, and I don't care that they've been doing it all season. It has to stop doing it now. Right. 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 You're allowed to stop. J.J. Reddick got caught throwing up the shocker one time in a photo in college and never did it again. You know why? Because J.J. Reddick knew that his lot in life was to be an NBA jump shooter. You know what I mean? It's time to go get paid, ma. Time to put the – that's a two-time ACC player of the year. That's a a national player of the year. Greg Olson. Can you stop? G-Reg. 
G-Reg. You already know. G-Reg. Played that song on there, and now this man is doing the Super Bowl. Like, I'm not saying do things to appease because I I could not tell y'all that because I don't. (laughs) Like, be unapologetically you. But also, remember the bag. Like, if you don't care about anything else, Care about the money and the people that you're getting ready to raise, you know, save out of a different situation. You out here having your people point lasers into a bus and then having the NBA investigate it. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the Greek freak is telling dad jokes. He's he is legit. Nikola Jokic is rolling around with his two brothers who probably have murdered someone. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking, everybody, for y'all. Because, you know. And, you know, every once in a while, they try to give that. Oh, you're a member of the NBA community. I know I'm not. I'm a dude that just talks, right? Yeah. Did Yo, you see, did you see the dude. video? Meanwhile, Luca, Luca is the guy who they have on video. There's there was a young man who lost his his arms and his legs, and he's a huge Luca fan. Okay. And they surprised him with a trip to the All Star game, and they have Luca come into a ballroom and invite him to be. Will you be my guest at practice? Like signing his prosthetics. Oh, spent the entire day with the kid. Right, right, right. And they make this whole produced video, and it's all Luca just deciding that he was going to do all of this. No, I mean, Jay's right. Yeah. Like, Giannis is literally sitting up there at the podium with Talking milk about Oreos. and cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's milk why guys like. And cookies. That's why guys like Shea Gilgis Alexander, I want to get to like a real city so you could be like, there it is. There it is. That's a dude who went to Kentucky, was not considered the best player on the team, went to L.A., got drafted, didn't work out there, obviously. Trade peace, somebody wants you. You go score 31 a game in Oklahoma City. You do your business. You wear your big red boots. You put on your fashion shows on Instagram. You can still be a kid, right? You can still do all the fun stuff, but don't mess up the money. Like, what are we doing out here? If I am that close to a murder investigation at all, Right, because in Alabama you could carry without a permit. All the the legal stuff that you know that the Alabama AD and everybody around oh, that crew. Like, oh, we don't think we could charge him with anything. Right. Yeah, right. did he bring a gun to a drunk this, guy? Did someone who said dead. that he was a in a gun. bring a right. loaded gun to a guy who asked for it because of a conflict? Right. Uh, yes, but we can't charge him with anything right. because that's uh, our law yeah. says, yeah. and that's okay. And by here. the way, he will right. be getting twenty five and twelve tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And then you got the coach. Like it's all wrong. Meanwhile, Jason Tatum is out here flourishing with the greatest hairline known to man flying below the radar and being an MVP candidate. Like, you could be jazzy. You could do what you need to do. But, like, just just be cognizant of what's going on around you. Like, the NBA is getting ready. In the next 20 years, you are going to have, I think, as the American-born black player um, uh, makeup in the league, nothing but dude's sons. Right? Like, (laughs) we're going to see... Elijah, third generation. Yeah, Elijah, Phoenix Gill. We're going to see Elijah Arenas. We're going to see the Boozer boys here soon. Ronnie James. Yeah, like Steph already. Like, if the resources are there and the training is there and the knowledge is there, man, you you carving yourself out with all of this foolishness because you're going to have to play a thousand games because of AAU as it is. So your body's going to come in beat up. Like, somebody got to get a hold of these dudes. Like, yo. This is who who are you impressing? Uncle and how Shannon broke tried. Are they? <laughs> Uncle Shannon tried. He tried to get right, a hold of yeah, a man. whole bunch of them. At forty two years old, I realized the the how much how much you don't get from trying to impress broke people who give you likes <laughs> and, and and act like they 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 down with you. Like when Anthony Edwards had his you know his situation on Instagram saying what he said last year. 
You know, clean that up real quick. You know why? Because Anthony Edwards knows that it's about to be something different and I'm going to have to present myself in a different manner and I need to learn some things because I'm going to be in rooms with people who ain't on the internet telling me that was funny as hell. You know what I found interesting? Mm -hmm. And we brought this up. No, we brought this up with with the John Morant stuff. It's how the the way the NBA is is policing itself culturally and managing it. I shouldn't say policing. It's a loaded word. The the way the NBA is managing its culture, where it was it, under David Stern, it was always very top down. And because he had Stern had a he had to clean up a league. He had to, he had to pull this thing out when a league nobody was watching. Yeah. Tape delayed games, the whole thing. And okay. I and, and I mean a lot Lots everything where he would he would like if this John Morant thing happened under David Stern's watch, Morant would be on a plane. He would be in New York. Yeah. And he would, be, he would be sitting on the other side of a desk where yeah. Adam Silver doesn't have to because of the money. Yeah. Because there's just so the, – the actual economic <laughs> engines of the game won't stand for it. Where it doesn't have to be the, the, the school principal – you come to my office. I'm dealing out justice. Mr. Superintendent, because it's it, well, it's just every, yeah, no, everything's so yeah. much bigger yeah. now. Yeah. That the it, gravitas. It, it, yeah. Where, where it, it's the, the, the shoe companies are taking care of it. Like you say, fashion houses are involved in some of this like, stuff. People like, mess around with Kyle Kuzma all they want. You know, you know what Kyle Kuzma is getting ready to do. Like as he transitions out of basketball, like the dude has been interning at some of the, the, the best fashion houses in Italy and, and all the other places, like, he cares about it. Like, I like seeing the personalities of these dudes shine. But also, like, refinement. You know, you grow, you get a chance to experience different things. You've got resources that that people won't couldn't dream of touching. You get in rooms that people wouldn't imagine. Like, find yourself in them rooms and, and, and grow. And work know? the rooms. And, and not only find yourself in those rooms, but... You know, show up as who you are because that's what people are paying for. Like LeBron James has his two buddies from high school who one was selling jerseys out of a trunk. The other one, he was like, yo, I know I got nothing that I can show you as far as a portfolio, but you let me manage you and we're going to take this thing to the moon. You look at it 20 years later, he's got two businesses. The man that was selling jerseys out of his trunk is the biggest power broker in sports right now, not just the NBA. In sports and getting ready to be in entertainment. Like Rich Paul, I mean, so it's like the blueprints are there for you. It's just like what's important to you at the time. And on top of it, we're talking about early 20 year old dudes. Who are you trying to impress? Well, that's the thing. Early 20 year old dudes who were born into the social media age, like, you know, we didn't have to. (laughs) You get told you're right a lot more than you're wrong when you're famous, especially on social media. Until it comes down on you. And by the time it comes down on you, it's too late because you've been already building up those, uh, well, unfortunately, repeatable behaviors. That's why I love watching Kevin Durant fight petty battles for yeah. no apparent It's authentic, reason. too. I know it is. Like he's, he, is. he cares. He, he's, he's that guy. You know, he's good sensitive. If okay. They're, if they're, you know, sensitive has like those negative connotations to it, right? And emotional and all that, right? But like if you remove the emotions and can still remain sensitive to things and like hey man you don't know basketball let me tell you why or yeah, why are you that saying that about sucks. me yeah. yeah like i talked to stan van gundy about <laughs> like the the disconnect culturally when stan was talking about um uh nba players not playing and all this and, and kevin durant tweeted at him and replied oh stan spitting 
And Stan thought he was like saying something wrong. And Stan no, was like, no, truth. This is, yeah, right, right. And he's like, Stan, I was just telling you, you spitting. But he's the dude who jumps in and like acknowledges when somebody makes a salient basketball point or when somebody wants to argue, whatever the case may be. But like, you know, I, I think guys being deemed sensitive has been, um, you know, it's like a pejorative. And now it's like, no, nah, not it's everybody's okay. Drake. Well, I mean, Yo, it could be he, a lot worse, though. He he lost a half a million dollars betting on Jake Paul. It could be a lot worse, he though. Did? Yeah, he yeah. bet Jake Paul no, to knock that he, guy out. He's an avid gambler. Yeah, he and he does a lot of like you see the timestamps. You're like, mm. no, late night gambling. Yeah, like yeah. Th- 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And then he goes in the booth and writes a song about it. Yeah. The man sold his catalog for four hundred billion dollars. And all, and it's going to continue to make music. So that's why when people talk crazy about Drake, I'm like, yeah, it may not be for you, but he won. It worked. <laughs> did, did you, did you worked. see Rich Paul's face? Because apparently at award shows, now the trick is to try to take his lady away from him. Yeah. Where you had Trevor Noah be like, hey, you know who Adele always wanted to meet? The Rock. Yeah, and here's The Rock rolling up and hugging and kissing on Adele. And then after it was over... Hey, Adele, it's Buster Rhymes. You're a big fan of Buster Rhymes, aren't you? And then Buster Rhymes is over there, and Rich Paul is, like, holding her think, purse. I have to think that Rich was in on it, but it, it's, it seems suckerish to me. Like, it does. It does. Like, don't be mad because the, you know, the 5'8 dude, you know, came right. out of nowhere and snapped and and, right. and and bagged one of the, you know, the biggest stars in music. Like, you know, she's in the bag. Sealed up. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay, fella. Like, bringing somebody over to meet my girl is only telling me how dope I am. That's all it is. Like, I can't, I, I would His never take. fetish is based around that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, shout out to your search histories, right? <laughs> but like, you know, like, uh, let me let me one-up this dude. I'm the rock. You know, look at me in my, you know. My really tight suit. Yeah, yeah. Thank look you at for me the validation. My, right, right. I appreciate you. You feel me? You get one pretty one, you get another one. Dwayne. I've said too much. <laughs> I've said way too much. That is Jason Goff. And we didn't even have to get into the Bulls. No, we did. <sighs> we did a little bit of that. A little bit, right? We did, we did enough. That'll be the part that, that, that gets clipped and then sure. you know, people will be on my phones. <laughs> no, you we, said they didn't play with pride. <laughs> no, we we, we okay. did we did quite enough of that, and there's more bull stuff yeah, for Dan, us you to You have do. to understand like, where I'm at in life right now. It's like, okay, then what? <laughs> What's next? All right, I got you. <laughs> right, right. Thanks, thanks so much. much. All right. you, you shouldn't be there. I, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for your input. <laughs> right, right, right. April 12th. <laughs> That's Jason Goff. Watch him on NBC Sports Chicago. Oh, now I'm about to go do the Bulls Talk podcast. I'm gonna go right across the street and go. Who's do on that. it with you? Uh, I don't know. I should when I show up. I just walk in and see. I know KC's off this week. Okay, he deserves it. So uh, I think it'll be Tori and I and Tony. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. But you know, I'll make a couple of uh, aimless jokes. Thirty minutes later, figure out the rest of my day. I like it. All right. I like. Thank it you a lot. so much, guys. It's good to see you. Thanks for being as here. always. And. I keep telling y'all this, but I mean it. You guys are killing it. Thank you. Absolutely killing it. When I get in the car and and I don't want to listen to, you know, aggressive rap music or sappy love songs, I listen to y'all. And you guys are doing a hell of a job. It's not just with the numbers, but actually with the content day to day when I check y'all out. So Thank you, sir. Congrats, I like man. I like tuning into my favorite part of Bulls Turn games. Turn that around quick. The, the best part of Bulls games is uh, you and... <laughs> Adam Amin and Kendall and Will yeah, and it's, it's fun, man. yeah that's what the I lay, the layout that happens when oh Jay's like God. all right Will yeah but, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just throw the ball at the rim. teach but that, the, 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 that's the part of the watching the Bulls when I smile 
is when you guys are talking about stuff yeah. or making fun of what somebody's I wearing. Think people, and- uh, yeah, I think people dig the show, and I appreciate it. Like, I, I do appreciate the people who come on through, and even during the tough times, right? Even in the six game losing streaks, they know we're going to, you know, how we give it up in the post, and you know what happens in the pre. Right, we we have a plan and we set that plan on fire right after the warmups and we go have a good time. When, so. you, when you came out the other night, just like had a random comment about Cliff Levingston, like before oh, the Riviera, yeah, yeah, before yeah. you even got into the introduction <laughs> of the post game, you're on, in the middle of some story about Cliff Levingston. Like this is where shout out th- to Cliff. This is what it is. Yeah. Like, this, this is why we tune in. Yeah, and 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 the best part is like I get I get a chance to hang out with the people that I watched as a kid, right? So I'll never forget, um, I walked into, what is that over there? It's not Bureau in South Loop. It's around the corner. Um, I forget the, the other spot. But I walk in there, and all of a sudden, two dudes are talking basketball. And I'm like, is that Cliff Leviston? And he was like, yeah, come over here. You need to, we need to talk to you about this, too. And I'm like, am I about to get into an all-out barbershop conversation in this bar with Cliff Levingston and the boys? Like, yep. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. No Can't doubt. beat that. No, no doubt. All right, I know you guys got other stuff to do. I know you got Jim Deshays coming up, right? Yeah. Well, he's got to review Cocaine Bear for us next. I, I swear to God. I don't think we'll have time. So man. glad you said Bear. Because <laughs> I'm like, man, things have changed. I thought you had a review on cocaine. Well, I, can give you, I can give you a review on cocaine. <laughs> this is what happened when you work with Dan. I, that, yeah, you forced you to it? Yeah. That, that review oh I can God. give you. Drug yeah. I don't need. Yeah, yeah. When I was working with him, I was too broke. I couldn't afford it. So, you know, there you know. it is. And now I don't need it because I have a six-year-old. So. Got all the cocaine <laughs> oh my God. Are y'all going to go see Cocaine Bear? I already saw he it. Saw it. He's going to review it. I saw it. Me, me and Fee went and saw it on Friday. I can't wait. I'm going to jump in the car and listen to your review right now. I am not going to see it. I'm going to listen to the review. <laughs> that, Look at him. He's too good for Cocaine Bear. Yep. Huh? Ridiculous, because he's the one that was like, oh, my God, there's a of movie course. called Cocaine Bear. But, but the red line trailer is all I need. Oh, my God. I'm good. You got your best two minutes. Enjoy yourself, Dan. Come on. He Step won't. Outside he your, won't allow your for boundaries $16 you know, for that. Don't do that. <laughs> you go see a matinee. That's all. Oh, I ran into somebody that ran into you at the Marianas we go to. This dude walked up to me. He's like, hey. Uh, I ran into Bernstein here last week. I'm like, hey. Uh, I don't care. I got my gun on me. So. Which, which Marianos? I've been in a bunch of them. Not do, let's not do that. All right. Okay. okay. Yeah, keep it, you know. They know where to find me. Oh, well, slow down, well, gangster. Let's, let's, yeah, okay, like, Jaw. Yeah, right. slow down, gangster. Like, they yeah, know where to find me. Marianos oh, gangster. Like, yeah, young Bernstein the, over the here. The worst gang ever. <laughs> Hey, 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 you know, I get scared of any group of young men I see walking around, especially, you know, you got a lot of cross-country dudes that be running around around your crib. And with a discount baked goods crew. Those day-old not, muffins. Yeah, I'm not messing with him. Yep. I'm not messing with no, him. He's the worst. Day-old muffins. All right, I'm going to let Jay, y'all go. I'm in thank trouble. you very much. That is Jason Goff. Watch <laughs> him on NBC Sports Chicago. We got to take a break. Back after this on The Score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I will save my review for Cocaine Bear and Ant-Man Wasp Quantumania for tomorrow. Okay. Because we need to get back on time. We have too much fun with Jay, and sometimes it throws us off. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk Cubs baseball with Jim Deshays and get his thoughts on the new rules. That is next on Bernstein and Holmes on The Score. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.